Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. If you want to hop in and help out, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Blue Ozone 1870 Am I the jerk for insisting that my boyfriend pay me for breaking my $3,500 model ship? My, female, 33, dad passed away and left me one of his last and favorite ship models. I had it on display in my living room, but for some reason I never actually mentioned it to my boyfriend, male 37, of 6 months. Maybe because we don't live together and he doesn't visit often. The other day, he and his friends came over to my place to celebrate his birthday. They got drunk and started throwing the sofa's pillows at each other. I told them to stop, then went into the kitchen to clean up. I then started hearing loud noise. I walked out the kitchen and saw my model ship in my boyfriend's hands. I rushed to get it, but he passed it on to his friend, and then his friend passed it on to the other friend. I started running around trying to catch it while yelling at them to stop. Then my boyfriend grabbed it again. I was so angry I told him to hand it over, but he said I needed to kiss him first. I yelled at him, and he tried to throw it to his friend who tried to catch it, but it missed and hit the wall and broke. I lost it, kicked all of his friends out, then had a fight with him, telling him this was a sentimental item from dad, and demanded that he paid me $3,500 because that's how much it costs. He left, then called in the morning, asking if I was serious about wanting him to pay $3,500, and I said I was dead serious. He started making excuses, saying he was drunk, and also I never told him about this ship, and how important it was for me before, both monetarily and sentimentally, so that's on me. We had another fight, and then I hung up on him, telling him I'm expecting the 3500 and that I wasn't afraid to take the legal route if I have to. He kept texting, asking me to let it go, and saying it was cruel of me to threaten him with the law. He had his friends apologize, thinking this would be it, but I insisted that he pay me. I get that I might have got worked up over an item and treated my boyfriend badly, but to me, it seemed like recklessness on his part. Am I the jerk? I mean, no, I don't think Gopi's a jerk at all. Considering this item, even if you strip away all the sentimental value, is still worth $3,500? That alone is enough to be more than upset and saying, you got drunk, recklessly handled something that was very expensive, and broke it. Then when you factor in the sentimental value, I think it's more than justified. What do you guys think? Do you think OP refusing to budge on the $3,500 is the right thing to do? Even if that means requiring more legal routes? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Workstress339. Am I the jerk for quietly leaving my boyfriend's family Christmas when his mom was trying to set him up with the next door neighbor in front of me? I visited my boyfriend's family for the first time and it was so awkward. I was literally just sitting there at dinner and his mom starts talking about how the neighbor girl is single and pretty and a good Christian, ick, and she was going to invite her to New Year's. 
I was sitting there like, what the freak? It felt like she was trying to put me in my place or something. And despite my boyfriend declining, he was being very unassertive about it. When I would have been saying, what the absolute freak are you saying, mom, in his shoes. So I got up, got my casserole, cake, pie, and wine from the kitchen, and headed out. Drove home to my place, and texted my boyfriend, not here for this reality dating show drama lol. Is your mom always like this? He asked me where I was and I said I'd headed out. I'm not into the trashy reality TV drama vibe. He asked where and I said I was at home. He said he didn't want me to spend Christmas alone and I said come on by then. And he felt conflicted because his family was already tense after they realized I'd left with my cooking and the dessert. I said come by or don't. Just tell me when you figure it out. But then I ate a bunch of casserole and cake, drank a lot of wine and fell asleep. My boyfriend was texting and calling a lot when I was asleep, but I missed it all. He had apparently decided to leave the party and spend the night with me, but when I didn't answer, he ended up staying. The next day, I asked him if he sorted things out with his mom so she doesn't go saying that crap anymore. He said he'd said he wasn't interested when it was happening. I asked if he could have had a serious talk after the fact because I wasn't there when it was happening and I don't think she got it. He wasn't sure. So I just made other plans for New Year's. Because even though he'd invited me to his, I wanted a good time and to not be dealing with pettiness. My boyfriend was frustrated I dipped on New Year's too and it's been an ongoing argument. I think he should have chewed out his mom on Christmas for being petty and weird. He thinks I shouldn't have ghosted with my food, especially because I had brought a few big parts of the Christmas dinner. Am I the jerk for dipping on Christmas dinner? Although they committed to this Christmas dinner, brought stuff over with the expectation of serving for other people, if those people are going to be disrespectful and basically ignoring your existence and who you are, They don't have any right to keep your casserole. You bring a dish over, you're hanging out, and they try to hook your boyfriend up with another person for New Year's, and your boyfriend doesn't even stand up for you or defend you. To me, I'd say, I see where our priorities lie. I see how we're feeling about this. I'm just gonna head out. Our next story is by SignalGuidance7956. Am I the jerk for telling my 9-year-old son he shouldn't touch girls without their consent? My husband and I have three kids. Two girls, teenagers, and a nine-year-old boy. Last week, I saw him on the playground putting his arm around a girl from his class. And when I asked him about it, he said she was his girlfriend. My husband laughed and told him, Don't break too many hearts. I asked my son if he had asked the girl if it was okay before he put his arm around her, and he said no. I gently explained to him that he shouldn't ever touch girls like that without getting their consent first. He didn't know what consent meant, so I had a mini discussion with him about how it's not nice to touch people without permission, and asking first means that you know the other person doesn't mind. My husband was silent during the entire conversation. My son didn't seem bothered by our talk, which only lasted a few minutes at most, told me, okay, and then went to go play a switch. After we left the room, my husband went off on me, saying that I'm making my son sound like a predator in the making, that it's just innocent playground fun, and that I'm blowing it way out of proportion. I obviously don't think my fourth grader is a predator, but I felt like it was important to teach him about the idea of consent from a young age. 
However, I do have a complicated history when it comes to the subject, so maybe that's clouding my judgment. Was I the jerk here? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. OP's intentions weren't to be accusatory or make their son out to be something that they're not. It's just actually teaching them a very good lesson about how they and other people deserve the respect of getting consent before you touch them. I mean, you think about those kids growing up through those very important developmental years on the playground. A lot of times those kids don't respect anything remotely near resembling consent. Basically, OP's teaching their kid from early on to respect other people, and that's a great thing. The husband's the only one equating it with being accusatory or predatory. This next story is by username 3018. Am I the jerk for calling out my husband's favoritism? My husband Tom, 37-year-old male, and I, 33-year-old female, have been married for 7 years and we have 2 kids. Sammy, 3. Nora, 5. He was married before me and had a son. Teddy, who passed on from chronic illness at four. So far, our family's been pretty stable, meaning no fights or disagreements. Though, I have some complaints about some things Tom does. This might sound insensitive, but he treats Teddy different than our kids. For example, he has a ton of framed pictures of Teddy on his office wall and desk, but none for our kids. He also has pillows and blankets with Teddy's name on them, while not doing the same for Sammy and Nora. His argument was that this is his only way of showing love and remembering Teddy since he can't see or touch him, while Sammy and Nora are here and he shows them affection in a physical form, like doing bonding activities and such. We kind of moved on from this issue until I accidentally came across a whole journal he has that was dedicated to Teddy. I read some of what was written and it had details of some moments in Teddy's life. I felt sad for two reasons. One, because of how much heartache Tom had experienced, and two, the fact that he never thought of writing about his special moments with Sammy and Nora. I gently brought it up to him, and he got upset and tried to say the same thing about how he adores all three children but in different ways. I said it still hurts because, while Sammy and Nora are still young, what if they come across something like that when they're older and realize that dad didn't love them as much as his eldest kid? I said this reeks of favoritism, but he said we weren't even having this discussion, nor should I have called him out on his alleged favoritism after I disrespected his privacy and read his private thoughts. I argued that it is what it is, and he should start considering including the kids now and not wait till they're, God forbid, gone to show them love. He said I should be ashamed of myself for implying he doesn't love his young children and for making him guilty only because he suffered a tragedy and was finally at peace with it. I said I was sorry he felt this way, but he told me to stop talking and leave the room. I walked out and he started crying. The kids then entered the room and started comforting him. So far, we haven't been on good terms. I keep trying to stay calm and collected, but he's being cold towards me, making me feel like I'm at fault here. I want to know if I'm the jerk. So, I think OP is the jerk here because... While I don't think I can truly understand and appreciate how it would feel to be in that kind of a position, this is a parent that lost their young kid and these things that they're doing is just their way of coping with it. Their way of working through their emotions and feelings and still trying to feel connected to them. And meanwhile, OP's poo-pooing it and saying, oh well, why aren't you doing all this grieving and coping for your other kids? Clearly that means you must not love them the same. It's like, no, that's not how it works at all. 
He can absolutely love and adore those other kids and still do these other things because, like I said, that's part of that grieving and coping process. And frankly, it depends on the person, but that kind of thing might be even lifelong. I can imagine losing your kid like that could be honestly one of the toughest things you could ever have to live through. I would say rather than beat them down for what they're doing or what they're not doing, I would say try to be the driving force and initiate more moments between the father and those kids and just try to create some of those memories and joy. And our final story of the day is by I tried, alright? Am I the jerk? I fed my son curry rice. My wife and I have been married for five years. We have a three-year-old son. Yesterday, my wife had to go meet her mom immediately because her mom had fallen from the stairs and was admitted in the ER. My wife called the babysitter, but our usual babysitter was busy so she couldn't come. I told my wife I had a day off from work and I'd take a sick leave as well so I didn't have a problem taking care of our son. But my wife said that I wouldn't possibly be able to take care of my son all by myself. She has a history of not trusting me with our son ever since he was born. She thinks I can't possibly take care of a child on my own because I'm a man. Her father didn't know how to take care of her and her siblings, so she thinks even I'll not be able to take care of our son properly. That's why she even became a stay-at-home mom after our son was born. So she prepared some food for our son and told me not to feed him anything else apart from what she had prepared because she doesn't trust me to not burn down the kitchen. I'm actually a very good cook, so I was pretty offended, but agreed to do what she said because she was already stressed. At around lunchtime, when I tried feeding my son the porridge, he spat it out and wasn't eating it, so I tasted the porridge myself and found that it had too much salt in it. My wife hadn't prepared anything else from the porridge, so I fed him the curry rice I'd prepared for myself. I mashed the rice well and added just the curry without any beans to prevent choking. He ate it without complaint. For dinner, I fed him rice with curd. When my wife called me this morning, she asked me if everything was fine. I told her that the porridge she prepared had too much salt in it, so I fed her son curry rice and curd rice. She blew up, saying that I must have lost my mind to have fed our son, despite her repeatedly telling me not to cook for him. I got mad at her and asked her what I was supposed to do if our son didn't want to eat the porridge. I couldn't have let him starve all day, obviously, so I fed him what was there at home. She said that I'm very irresponsible and that she should have just taken our son with her to meet her mom. She cut the call abruptly on my face and has been ignoring me since then. She texted me a while ago saying that her friend would come to take our son and that her friend would be babysitting our son until she comes home. I told her immediately that she's delusional if she thinks I'll let a stranger take my son. She said I'm being a jerk to her when she's already stressed about her mom. Am I the jerk? So, very clearly, I think OP's not the jerk here. As the kid's father, they've been downplayed about their parenting abilities since birth? I don't know how it's been allowed to even go this far. I think maybe OP's okay with just letting their wife steamroll and control things maybe, I don't know. But like, I think it's pretty obvious OP deserves a chance to take care of their own kid, right? In fact, it's almost laughable that there's like a few nights where OP has to take care of their own son and their wife's freaking out like, oh my god, they're gonna die, I should just take the kid with me to the hospital. Just give the father a chance. I almost guarantee you that that kid will not die in those days that you're gone. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. 
And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.